You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You are now tuned in to the Roto Experts. Back on the Roto Experts. Thanks for joining us this morning. Wherever you found us, through the Fantasy Sports Radio app, or if you're streaming it online, or iHeartRadio, or TuneIn Radio, or a variety of terrestrial radio stations across the country, thank you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. I'm Mike Blue, and along with my co-host, George Kurtz, and we'll be here uh, for the next hour, taking around the world of the NFL, diving into the games for this week. We'd spent a lot of time on injuries prior to this, and obviously the big news of the week, George, was Deshaun Watson going down with a big injury. Yeah, that uh, brutal, just brutal. I mean, non-contact tears ACL, uh, running a uh, quarterback run option play wasn't touched. Yeah, just just brutal. I mean, uh, this is this is football. This is what happens. Guys get hurt. Uh, we've seen this over and over again. Sometimes it's not a matter of having the best team; it's having the team that stays the healthiest that win these things. I know one thing. I got five guys on the IR. You know, uh, it, I have IR slots in that league. Yay, five of them. I still can't survive that. It's rough. Yeah, and yet, yep. uh, it's just rough. And, you know, I believe, I don't, I forget who tweeted this out earlier this week, but it's true. Uh, it might have been Jake Steele. It could have been Adam Ronas, too, by the way. Uh, that, you know, this is why you know, your fortunes change in a league uh, from week to week. Earlier this week, you probably thought you were done. You know, you maybe needed, absolutely had to win this week. You had Ezekiel Elliott, the other guy had to show on Watson. You're like, oh, great, I'm toast. Well, now Elliott's going to play, Watson's gone. You know, you just never know so in fantasy funny football you how that. your fortunes will change. It's so funny that you said that because I'm in a league where. So on Wednesday, I was feeling pretty good about the matchup. The guy had Zeke Elliott, who he was going to have to bench. Um, I have Pierre Garçon. So literally from Wednesday to Thursday night, the guy plays Matt Forte. I lose Pierre Garçon. Zeke Elliott goes back in on Friday morning, and I had Alfred Morris. So I went from starting Alfred Morris to Zeke Elliott on his bench. That gets flip-flopped. He starts Matt Forte. I lose Garcon for the season. And I'm absolutely going to – it looks like right now I'm going to lose unless something big happens because talk about fortunes changing. That league, I mean, it's a 24-hour swing where entire roster construction's changed. It's weird, Mike. I don't know if ever, we've ever really truly seen this. This is the weirdest before. NFL season. This is the weirdest would, NFL season. I would agree. It's almost like in baseball where, you know, you're, you're looking at your Sunday matchups and all of a sudden the, uh, the starting pitcher got taken out. You know, you go from facing the number five guy, the ace is going to pitch, uh, you know, oh, originally they're going to give an extra day off. Now they're not. You know, now you're going up against uh, Clayton Kershaw, who was originally going to sit that day. That's what it reminds me of, these, yeah. these kind of weeks of football. Cause you, just, you just don't know from week to week what's going on here. Uh, it's, it's made it more interesting, but also made it more uh, hard to judge, hard to figure out what's going on. Like I said, the Ezekiel Elliott thing is just a joke. It's been going on forever. One day he's suspended, one day he's not. Everybody tells you he can't win, then he wins. Everybody tells you he's going to lose, he, then uh, he wins. He, or he's going to lose, he wins. Going to win, he loses. It's just strange what's going on here. We just don't know from really from day to day what's going to happen. And this is, we didn't even get into the trades, which, you know, we had Jay Ajaya starting running back at Miami. He goes to Philadelphia. It blows up that backfield because Wendell Smallwood is droppable and Larry Blunt, you don't know what you're going to get out of him. And Kenyon Drake and Damian Williams even have any value. We'll get into this when we get into the games after the break. We'll talk Dolphins, Eagles, and a variety of other teams that are impacted by the trades. It's Mike and George on the Roto Experts on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. 
The sharpest fantasy sports minds are now available 24-7 straight from your mobile device. Download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app and listen live or on demand to the finest tips, strategies, and advice from your favorite fantasy personalities. It's free and available for both iOS and Android devices. Your life isn't slowing down, so why should your fantasy sports? Head to FNTSY.com radio and download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app today. Hey, this is Greg Sussman from the Roto Experts in the Morning, and, and listen, we can all use a little help sometimes. That's why I talk to three guys every single day that help me with my fantasy teams. But if you need help with your fantasy teams, and you probably do, you should purchase the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football In-Season Package, featuring weekly lineup ranks, chats with our experts every single day, and player cards for every player in the NFL, including reports from InsideInjuries.com. You cannot beat it. Don't set your lineups without checking the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge In-Season Package. Skix sneakers are taking over tailgates and alumni homes across America. Skix canvas high top, low top, slip on, and kids tennis style sneakers designed in officially licensed college colors and logos is a must have for every college fan's wardrobe. Fun, fashionable, and comfortable. Whether you're at the big game or watching the game at home, Skix helps fans perform better. Go to Skix.com and use promo code FNTSY for 15% off your pair now. That's Skix.com. Skix sneakers, the soul of a true Steiner Sports is the leading memorabilia provider for the New York Yankees, Rangers, Giants, Knicks, and the Brooklyn Nets. Featuring hundreds of items from your favorite athletes, Steiner Sports is your source for the best sports gifts. Go to SteinerSports.com slash box and shop our collection of memorabilia boxes, which include 10 gifts for the price of one. We've made one for each of your favorite teams. Hurry, supplies are limited, and these are some of the best deals we have ever offered. So go to SteinerSports.com slash box today. Are you new to Daily Fantasy? Are you a veteran? Either way, you can better your chances of winning money and lots of it by going to DailyRoto.com. Multiple people have become millionaires thanks to the guys at Daily Roto. Why not take advice from the experts? You can become a millionaire too. Just go to dailyroto.com to rock daily fantasy sports. Hey everybody, it's me, Joe Pizapia, best-selling author of the Fantasy Black Book series, and right now you can get the 2017 Fantasy Football Black Book on Amazon as we speak. What are you waiting for? You can get it for ebook for your Kindle or for paperback, and it's not just me this year. No, I brought in some friends. I got Jake Seeley, I got Sammy Reed, I got Gary Davenport. I got championships and they're waiting for you. Find out why the Fantasy Black Book is number one best-selling in fantasy sports for the 10th straight time. You know why? Because once you go Black Book, you never go back. I like this nice little 80s feel you got going on here. On the Roto Experts. Yeah. It's good stuff. So if you want to hit us up today, you can on Twitter at FNTSY Radio. I'm at Mike Blewett. Uh, George is at George Kurtz. Do that on Twitter. If you want to give us a call, 844 843 6879. That's 84 FNTSY. So 
going through the games. We didn't really talk trade deadline uh, in general, but uh, we'll do it through the course of these games. And I guess I'll start with uh, Broncos Eagles because that was one where we saw a, one of the bigger trades. Uh, so the big trades that come down are the Kelvin Benjamin trade, which we already talked about that and it, its impact. The second one was Dwayne Brown going to the Seattle Seahawks. He wanted out of Houston. They accommodated him. Uh, Seattle now has a legitimate left tackle, which really helps Russell Wilson in a big way. So um, now, unfortunately, it's probably going to hurt the Texans and Tom Savage in a way that Honestly, I can't quite fathom how you could trade your left tackle in the middle of the season, but if he's that unhappy and you felt like he was going to be disgruntled, I guess you have to make that move. Um, but really a big one, George, for fantasy purposes was Broncos was sorry. The Broncos are playing the Eagles this weekend and the Eagles are the ones that made the big trade. JHI shows up in Philly. It leaves a vacuum of carries to go to Kenyon Drake and Damian Williams. So let's tackle the Miami situation first because Kenyon Drake and Damian Williams were picked up on a lot of waiver wires. Adam Gase has said that Kenyon Drake was the lead back, and I guess we just have to kind of trust what he says at this point. Yeah, I'm not trusting anybody. Uh, this could be one of those situations like what we thought with Dallas, that once Elliott went out, even though Mill Moore was on the roster all year, McFadden was going to get the ball because Williams got much more touches this year than uh, Drake has. He's also more of a traditional size running back than Drake. So in my mind, this is a, a situation. They'll both play. Who's ever hot continues. Who's ever not does not. Really, that's simple for me. Uh, they were both worthwhile gambles. On the waiver wire, I know I picked up Damian Williams in a couple of leagues. I did not get Drake. So, uh, you know, you see what's going on there. But the bottom line is also this. Miami wasn't able to run the ball that much with Ajayi. Now, you can take whatever you want of Ajayi. He's still better than Williams and or Drake. And if they couldn't get much done with him, I don't know how it's going to change at Williams or Drake. So uh, keep, I think you got to keep your expectations within check. They're both no more than RB3s for me there. Uh, so I'm not expecting huge things anyway here. As for Ajayi with Philadelphia, do not expect much from him tomorrow. You know, Denver's one of the best run defenses in the league. He just got there. Uh, so, and he hasn't really done that much all season anyway. This was a strange trade for me. It's not like Miami had a, uh, you know, it's not like they had a star uh, backup behind Ajayi where they could f- afford to deal him. I think Ajayi, from what we've heard, was a lot of causing some problems there. I think that Miami also knew. And by the way, they didn't fleece Philadelphia. Philadelphia is well aware of these things. We all are. That Ajayi's long-term prognosis with the knee is not good. I think Philadelphia is going all in for the season. This was the best back they could acquire. So they went for it, rolled the dice, uh, and see what happens here over the rest of the season. I do like Ajayi for Philadelphia, but not this week. I think it's obvious that Philly didn't like what they had in Blunt and Smallwood. They felt like they had to make a move. To your point, the Broncos are allowing the least fantasy points per game uh, to running backs. cheap. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And look, Gase excoriated his team after the Thursday night debacle last week. They lost 40 to nothing. Nothing went right. He talked specifically about because the line was criticized in a question to him. And he talked specifically about the running backs not doing their job and improving. And I think it was an obvious shot at Ajay, and they didn't want him improving anymore. They felt like maybe he wasn't running the plays that they were calling or certainly not following his assignment. And now here he is. He's on another team. Yeah, I think they were criticized that he was, uh, you know, I, said, I don't say this to be critical, but uh, sort of doing the Barry Sanders thing where rather than take the three yards, he's trying to make a big play everywhere and you get minus two. 
you know, put yep. him in bad situations. And that, that was <clears throat> that was one knock on Barry Sanders. He was a highlight waiting to happen, but a lot of times he'd get uh, caught behind the line of scrimmage as well, trying to make uh, something out of nothing. Sometimes you gotta you got to take your three yards in a cloud of dust and make yeah. it second and seven, put your team in a better position here. Plus, I think, like I said, he had, he had a JS some problems in the locker room. And I, I think in the end, he just wasn't worth the headache. Yeah, so plus we're talking about Barry Sanders as you could make an argument that he's the most talented running back in the history of the, the entire league. JGI certainly is not that. So um, very often we see this with teams where it's kind of a head-scratcher. Why would the Texans trade a left tackle in the middle of the year? Why would the Dolphins trade their starting running back? I think sometimes if an NFL coach gets the sense that not everybody's pulling the rope in the same direction, they got to make a move and make sure that, that what they perceive to be a – team issue is eliminated. So I think that's why you see that with both teams. I, Bill O'Brien doesn't want to get rid of his left tackle in the middle of the year, but if the team felt no, as I, a I whole, don't think that had to do it over I don't think I had to do it O'Brien. I agree. I agree. Uh, but if the team perceives that Brown is an issue for them, then they have to get rid of him. It's, I, I say that not to, to suggest that Bill O'Brien made that decision. That's a McNair. They got, they got a good price on him, though. I mean, uh, yeah, at least they, they extracted value. I would say yeah. at least fair value, if not actually over uh, over market value. I a giant is. I'm going to go for a fourth round pick. I mean, I don't want to say that's giving him away, but you know, a fourth round pick is fifty fifty at best. And the yep. odds of him ever becoming a player, you know, that were um, talking an all pro or someone even above average is less than that. So uh, I have a hard time uh, with that deal. But like I said, it may come down to Miami, what, what you said. Uh, he's causing problems. got to move on, addition by subtraction. And if he's not, if he's not in your long-term plan today, if you're not going to sign up to that next contract because of the knee, which they're more than likely not, then I guess you do have to get what you can get. Yeah, so let's talk about that game in general. We talked about the Eagles, the Broncos side of the ball. Devontae Booker... People seem to be suggesting that we may see more Devontae Booker going forward. I was a Devontae, I'm a Devontae Booker owner in three leagues. I've been hanging around waiting for this. I traded him away in the one league, which I just detailed in a previous segment, but I'm still hanging on to him in a couple of others. So do you expect that he, uh, C.J. Anderson, cedes some carries to Devontae Booker moving forward, or is it just a little bit more guesswork by fantasy analysts? No, it's obviously it's guesswork, but uh, it's educated guesswork. So yes, I do expect Booker to get a few more carries, but does it matter this week? You're going up against Philadelphia. That's a pretty good run defense. Yeah, if, if not a very good run defense. Fletcher Cox is not did not get suspended for the hit on Staley, and from what I saw on film, I would agree. I, it didn't look all that illegal to me. So uh, he he's going to play a great defensive lineman there. The way to beat Philly on defense is outside the numbers. Deep passes, a quarterback who can get that done, not running the ball. I don't have C.J. Anderson or Booker as anything more than RB3s this week. Uh, yeah, uh, Eagles are top six against the running backs in fantasy. So, um, you know, I, I I struggle to find what the Broncos are going to do offensively. Uh, Rocky Mountain High, baby. I was just that's a, that's a nice one. Uh, that's a little line right there. So uh, that Rocky was going to be my next question. Uh, Trevor top. Simeon out. Brock Osweiler in. <laughs> Brock Osweiler in. Still no sign of Paxton Lynch. So what are your thoughts here? Uh, they had no choice. I mean, they had they yeah. had to bet Simeon, right? After he did that last deception uh, last where he was running to his right through the ball way across his left. I mean, and, and, the, and the defender's right there. What did he see there? 
where he could have possibly thought that was a good idea. I think once you know, once that that was the end. You know, so, I mean, it's, it's amazing, Mike. I mean, we saw him the first couple of weeks. He looked like a world beater, right? He's uh, against, against the Cowboys. He lit them up. Week one, he looked good, and he's just falling off the planet. They don't believe Paxton Lynch has had enough practice time yet coming back from the injury to really compete for this job. So it, it's Osweiler, I, I guess, by default. You know, he has had some good times in uh, Houston, in Denver before. That's how he got the big deal from Houston. So I, I guess we'll see what he can do here. But this is probably not the matchup for him on the road against what may, might be the best team in the N- in the NFC, if not the NFL. I mean, I'm not liking it. I think that Philadelphia defensive line is going to have a field day going after him. Yeah, I mean, to give you a sense of what George was saying, seven, his first game this year at uh, going against the Chargers, Semyon was 17 of 28 for 219 and two scores. He threw a pick. Next game against Dallas, 22 of 32 for 231 and four scores. Uh, also threw a pick there. Then it devolved. It's 24 of 40, 16 of 26, 29 of 50. They can't be throwing the ball 50 times a game. 25 of 35 and 19 of 36. But interception, touchdown interception ratio in those five games is f- three touchdowns and four, five, eight interceptions. So three to eight. That's not going to get it done. That's why Brock Osweiler's in. Uh, we'll see if Paxton Lynch can make a push after he's fully healthy. But, uh, you know, this is, again, a tough assignment this week. Um, also, we'll do the Chiefs-Cowboys really quickly here. Just give me an update of what you think of the Zeke Elliott situation. What do you do with the backups? Because Rod Smith and Alfred Morris and Darren McFadden got picked up everywhere and already released in some instances. Well, they shouldn't be because, once again, this is only a one-game reprieve. I mean, this is this goes back into the what, the second circuit on Tuesday, and over and over again, the NFL has law. Uh, the NFL has won here, so I expect them to win again. We just don't know when. You know, this is, I think this is terrible news for fantasy owners. I think he is going to get suspended. Now he's done for the playoffs. Yep. You know, whenever right. he gets, uh, you know, he this may be the last week he plays, and now he maybe comes back for your championship week. That's it. So not good here, but you do get him this week. But I would not release. Don't release McFadden, Morris, or Smith if you pick them up. Yeah, I, I would, and for those people that have already released him, Zeke's going to be done most likely. And as George said, those next six weeks take you right up to the championship game. So you're going to be hanging on to a guy that may not even play for you again. So we'll come back after the break. Reason number 12 why you should own a Thermospas hot tub? They require no attachment to your home's plumbing. Thanks to the Thermospas unique built-in thermofiltration system that filters the water an incredible 144 times a day, you simply fill it with a garden hose and your water stays crystal clear with very little maintenance. Call to receive your free DVD videos and brochure and find out how you can own a Thermospas hot tub for only a few dollars a day. Right now, they're offering 0% APR financing with approved credit and a $1,250 savings coupon, including free delivery, free chemicals, and a cash discount. And with models starting at $4,995, there will never be a better time to own a Thermospas hot tub. So call now and ask about this limited time offer. Call Thermospas today at 800-625-4922 for your free DVD videos and brochure that's 800-625-4922 thermospots hot tubs designed to improve your life call 800-625-4922 today to take advantage of zero percent apr financing hey i'm jeff look i'm just a skeleton i don't have an acl anymore but i still like to know what it means when one of my fantasy players sprains his that's why i use the inside injuries app It was created by real doctors. So you're getting information directly from people who have seen, touched, and operated on actual ACLs. Take it from me. 
a skeleton. If you aren't using it, you might as well just be guessing. Download the free app today and unlock the secrets of injury analysis. Hey, this is Greg Sussman from the Roto Experts in the Morning, and, and listen, we could all use a little help sometimes. That's why I talk to three guys every single day that help me with my fantasy teams. But if you need help with your fantasy teams, and you probably do, you should purchase the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football In-Season Package, featuring weekly lineup ranks, chats with our experts every single day, and player cards for every player in the NFL, including reports from InsideInjuries.com. You cannot beat it. Don't set your lineups without checking the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge In-Season Package. In this league. Josh Gordon is back. He cannot play for you until week 13. It's really tough if he doesn't come back until week 14 to put your major trust into Josh Gordon. But there's no other guy that's going to be on the wire. When you're passing the trade deadline, when you're dealing with scumbag league mates who want a thousand billion gajillion things for Alan Hearns, what are you going to do? You can take the chance on trying to get Josh Gordon. Wednesdays from 9 to 11 p.m. Eastern, only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Steiner Sports is the leading memorabilia provider for the New York Yankees, Rangers, Giants, Knicks, and the Brooklyn Nets. Featuring hundreds of items from your favorite athletes, Steiner Sports is your source for the best sports gifts. Go to SteinerSports.com slash box and shop our collection of memorabilia boxes, which include 10 gifts for the price of one. We've made one for each of your favorite teams. Hurry, supplies are limited, and these are some of the best deals we have ever offered. So go to SteinerSports.com slash box today. There's heroes and there's legends. To the followers of his fantasy advice, he is known as the king. To the fantasy sports industry, he's a respected colleague and a friend. And as a representative of the FSWA Hall of Fame, it's his royal responsibility to share his stories of fantasy sports glory with the world. On the Fantasy Hall of Fame Hour, Scott the King takes his throne with celebrities, athletes, and like-minded legends of the industry. Together, they share stories of how fantasy sports change their lives and give advice to you so you can be on your way to creating your own fantasy legacy. Listen to the Fantasy Hall of Fame Hour by going to fntsy.com slash radio and listen to all the Fantasy Sports Radio Network's award-winning programming for free in the iTunes and Google Play stores. Fantasy legends are made only on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Heroes get remembered, but legends never die. Star Wars, getting fired up for the weekend. All these tremendous games that we're talking about, George. The, the action-packed NFL slate in week nine of the weirdest NFL season I could possibly remember. Uh, so we'll keep going uh, through it. Uh, we talked about uh, Eagles, Broncos. We talked about Chiefs, Cowboys. Again, like George said, don't release any of those other guys because uh, McFadden Morris uh, appears to have the lead job, but uh, not dissimilar to what you said with Miami. You could uh, absolutely see McFadden coming in if he's more effective. I can see Rod Smith becoming in because more uh, yeah. Dallas is not going to be able to play games here. Whoever's ever doing the best is going to play. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Morris appears to have the first shot, but... 
We'll see what happens uh, when that game kicks off tomorrow at that's four twenty-five. That's the uh, it's your team, George. America's team gets the America's game slot right there against the Chiefs. That's a good game, actually. I'm, uh, that's probably the best game on the slate. It's probably the best game of the about. day. Yeah, yeah. Um, Broncos Eagles could be interesting, but um, that's only if the Broncos play a lot better than they've been playing. Um, the next game, oh, what this one game I specifically wanted to talk about was oh the one thing i wanted to mention falcons panthers i I want want to mention this because i found it in my league now in one of my leagues and granted there is this is a shallow league so you can't really hang on to guys for too long but i was able to pick up greg olson i would mention i'm mentioning it because i don't think greg olson was hung on to by everybody because he was lost for so long but he's coming back in week 12 according to all the reports i'm seeing if he's out there and you can you can afford a spot, I'd get Greg Olson back because whether Kelvin Benjamin was there or not, Greg Olson is the number one target. And when he comes back in, he's going to be the number one target. Yeah, I actually wrote about Olson, my waiver wire column this week, for the exact same reason you just mentioned. All right, he's uh, owned in less than CBS leagues, less than 50%. So he's out there. there. You, you, know, you might want to take a look. He's still three, about three weeks away from returning here. Not till week 12 is, I believe, the target date there. So you need a tight end, or at least you want to screw somebody. Maybe your opponent is going to need a tight end back there. Somebody you think is uh, you're going to battle with in the playoffs. So maybe you want to do a little, uh, you know, little play a little defense here and take him. But Greg Olson should be back. I mean, I'm going to worry about how if he's going to be fully healthy, Mike, coming off yeah. the, uh, the leg. Sure. So he may not have that burst here. But still, most of us need tight end help. Tight end has been a vast wasteland this year. Uh, outside of the, the top guys, uh, you know, the Gronk, the Ertz, uh, and Kelsey, it's been, uh, been a little tough this year, tight end. Yeah, no doubt. And I, to, I'll, I'll give you a perfect real-life fantasy example. I had Pierre Garçon in that league. I had to cut him. And instead of going out and, and finding somebody to fill in right away at receiver, I'm just kind of taking what I can what I consider to be maybe the better long-term asset uh, there. Um, I have Chris Hogan there on the bench on a bye, and I'm playing Amari Cooper this week, which who knows what I'm going to get. But I, I decided to go with Greg Olson, as you said. What I like about the reports that I've read, George, and sometimes we're all constantly trying to read the tea leaves on this kind of stuff, there was a very specific plan in place as to when he's coming back. It wasn't this nebulous Andrew Luck situation where it's like, ah, he's not throwing right now, but it couple of more weeks and we're going to see and then before you know it the guy doesn't play the whole year with Olsen it's like Greg's progressing nicely we expect to you know have him after the bye week in week 12 that'll give him a couple of more weeks he's starting to ex- he's starting to do these exercises whatever else when they when they lay out a plan for somebody's return it gives me a little bit of confidence now uh, as you always say how do you know when a coach is lying when his lips are moving but they could have said a variety of different things as opposed to laying out the plan as to as to when he's going to be back well, you put it perfectly. We're reading tea leaves, and I agree with you. I think with Olsen, you get a pretty good idea. And listen, Olsen has all stated himself. Andrew Luck has always been vague, which actually probably should have uh, you know, clued us in to, for a while that what was going on here with him. You know, so I think with Olsen, we do know he's coming back. You, know, you bring up Garcon again. Uh, could he be placed on IR, please? You know, they're still waiting for this here. He's, uh, San Fran hasn't done it yet. You know, they say he's out for the year. It'd be nice if they could put him on IR. Oh, so you can put him on an IR slot. Yeah. I, I yeah, thought I read that he was my he was but on injured reserve, but may, maybe the sites are a little slow, but maybe he has, it, maybe it's not official yet. So I don't think um, I don't think it's official. They they did say he is going to be placed, but he hasn't been placed uh, officially yet. Maybe he gets the maybe he gets done before tomorrow, hopefully. That, I need to that would be move. unbelievable if they're like, "Ah, oh, he might be back in a few weeks after I've released him everywhere." But in any event, 
Um, so that that's my one point of Greg Olson. So uh, let's talk about that game, though. Falcons at Panthers. Uh, give me a sense of what you see here. Falcons, I mean, Matt Ryan's been awful. I don't know. It's been awful. I, what, what do we see? Ryan's been awful. Cam's been awful. I mean, what do we see? Now they traded Kelvin Benjamin. It's a big game. I mean, uh, I mean it's just a, it's a strange game there. You go with uh, Atlanta. Freeman was banged up last week, uh, but he looks like he's okay with the shoulder injury, so he should get his normal workload here. Maybe Tevin Coleman gets a, a few more touches, but the normal workload. Uh, Matt Ryan, I mean, it's on the road, Carolina. Traditionally, not a place he's actually lit up all that often, but still, you're probably starting him. I can't think you're going to have 10, 12 quarterbacks ahead of him when six teams are on by. No Brady, no Rivers. Uh, you know, so I got to think you're going with him. There's no uh, Roethlisberger either, for that matter. Uh, so I'm starting him. I think even Mohamed Sanu is in play here, though someone I'm not dying to get in my lineup. Carolina's more interesting because I think outside of McCaffrey, I don't know if I like anybody else. I mean, Fontaine, we want to move him up. Right, because now he's the number one, so he's certainly more interesting. Certainly more of a play we're going to talk about. But I don't know. It's it's sort of a prove it game. Can you be the number one already? Just a couple days after the deal of Kelvin Benjamin to Buffalo. Not loving this at all, Mike. uh, Fantasy wise, this this smells to me like a a medium scoring game, twenty one twenty, somewhere around that range, where nobody truly lights it up. Yeah, Panthers have been pretty good against opposing wide receivers. Uh, Where the Falcons slot in here? Um. Middle of the pack there against uh, fantasy wide receivers, the Falcons. Yeah, uh, both pretty good. I think they're both like top 10 against opposing wide receivers. So um, you got your work cut out for you trying to get points. I'm a McCaffrey owner in a couple of leagues, so I feel I think the Kelvin Benjamin trade is going to help me. uh, But Funchess owners are probably going to be excited. I just don't know if he can pull it off. I think he gains value just by sheer number of targets, but I don't know how efficient he's going to be. He hasn't Agreed. really done a whole ton with the touches that he's gotten so far. So we'll move on to another game. Uh, what's the one that I talk about next? Yeah, so we got Bucks at Saints. We talked about during the break, actually. George and I were talking about how Drew Brees hasn't exactly been all that great, and Jameis Winston has been sort of a mess. So, George... How do you see this game playing out? It's a game that going into the year or maybe a couple of months ago, we would have thought, like, man, there's going to be some fantasy windfalls there. But uh, I don't know if I see it. Well, for the Bucs, it's all about the health of Winston. It's something we don't really know. You know, last week he was supposedly healthy. Came out with the big game in Buffalo. Granted, there was a lot of of garbage time points there, too. It was all late when they were trailing. But still, it was fantasy goodness. Looked good. Last week was the exact opposite. He was just terrible. I mean, terrible from the word go. Uh, he, he did not throw the ball down the field. That shoulder looked like it was bothering him. Maybe he's better. You know, he was a full participant in practice on Friday, so that would tell you that he's better. Maybe he's not. I, you, you just don't know. You know, if I can sit back Winston this week, Mike, I'm sitting him. I'd rather not take the chance. And New Orleans is playing very good uh, on defense. I mean, very good on defense. So, uh, probably uh, maybe the biggest dramatic improvement I've ever seen from week one, two. Ever. I mean, really, when you think about this, how good this, how awful this defense looked that Monday night game versus Minnesota to now – Amazing. I mean, really amazing. So I don't know if I trust anybody on Tampa Bay. I mean, you're probably starting Doug Martin. I can't see you having better running backs than that. Uh, you're certainly starting Mike Evans. Deshaun Jackson is probably somebody I would more want to think about here, depending on what else I have out there. And you look at New Orleans, you're starting Breeze. You're starting Michael Thomas. We know that. You're starting uh, Kamara. You're starting Ingram. I know he fumbled a couple of times last week, and he was pretty much berated by Sean Payton for doing it, but I'm starting him. But I'll tell you this, Mike. If he fumbles once on Sunday, I'm going to start to get very, very nervous. 
Because we've seen this before with Peyton. He punishes uh, – he's punished Ingram for doing lesser things, more or less fumbling three times. And let's – you know, hey, you know, he did almost lose them that game last week. Now, like if the NFL rules a catch, a catch, he, they probably do lose the game, or at least it gets a hell of a lot closer because that Zach Miller touchdown was a touchdown. That was complete BS. Uh, yeah. That they, Once again, they ruled. I, I, I don't know how they, they just – I don't, I, don't that, really. I don't know what a catch is, Mike. I just don't know what a catch is in the NFL anymore. Yeah. Uh, it's amazing that the league has managed to foul that up. And, you know, the guy suffers the most devastating injury of the entire season. Oof. And, and they, they, they take keep, away the they, touchdown. But, to but it's annoying is they, they keep supporting it. Oh, no, they, they actually made the right call. How? I didn't even see when the ball came loose. I, 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 didn't I see never it. saw it. Like, I just don't Never get it. The, at all. The, between that and the Austin Superior Jenkins non-touchdown, I, I'm I'm totally confused again. Uh, I, in any event, you know, but you you can see the the ASJ one. You can see it a little bit. I know. I get when the ball came loose, but to say that it was definitive and they can overrule the touchdown right, and give the ball the to the Patriots didn't make sense. I, I did see the that's ball moving the around. Yes. Um, anyway, getting well, back to the Saints. I, I can't understand the middle of one. Just, yes. I, I the, just, yes. Ugh. <laughs> Totally agree. The and Saints I lost won. in three leagues. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I lost him. Uh, I lost him in uh, one spot as well. So, obviously, praying for a, a recovery for him. Football, least of his concerns. Thirty-three-year-old yeah, tight end dealing with an injury. The Saints like that. did a pretty cool thing. You realize the Saints as a team visited him. Oh, they did. I didn't hear that. They did. That's pretty cool, man. To, you know, they just you know showing up for their brother, you know, for another football player. But for a guy yeah. not on their team to go visit him, I thought that was, and not for an illegal hit or anything. This was actually just him going up for the ball, landed wrong. So I yeah. thought that was pretty damn cool. I I, I agree as well. Uh, it's good to see uh, stories like that and you know, some positive uh, NFL stories coming out of a negative situation. Um, you're right on the Ingram thing. It is one of the quirkier relationships in all of the NFL, right? The the Sean Payton, Mark Ingram relationship. Everybody says they hate the guy. He's still been the starting running back there for years. But the fumble thing is a huge problem. You're right. If he fumbles one more time, you, you just worry about him getting benched. So go ahead. It is the best way to get benched, right? You put that ball on the ground. That's any coach. Any coach, besides even including Peyton, will bench you. So it's a worry. He better hold on to that football tomorrow. No doubt. We'll come back. We'll talk about Raiders, Dolphins, Washington, and the Seahawks. We'll talk about those games and more after this. How's it going in there? Five more minutes. Okay, let's play a game. Two truths, one lie. We're not going to be late to the party. In the time you've taken to get ready, you could have been on your way to saving a life. And I'm wearing that tie you hate. We're not going to be late. We're 10 minutes away. You wouldn't dare wear that tie. And I can't save a life. I'm not a firefighter. Actually, I swabbed my cheeks last week. It takes less than a minute to get your cheek swabs. Register at DKMS.org and you can be a superhero by helping someone out. Attention all authors. Page Publishing is looking for authors. Have you written a book and want to get it published? Page Publishing will get your book into bookstores and for sale online at Amazon, Apple iTunes, and other outlets. They handle all aspects of the publishing process for you. Printing, cover art, publicity, copyright, and editing. Call 800-292-8137 now for your free author submission kit. That's 800-292-8137 for your free author submission kit. Again, that's 800-292-8137. 
Are you struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help. And the Affordable Care Act guarantees coverage of substance abuse. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. 800-894-5559. Steiner Sports is the leading memorabilia provider for the New York Yankees, Rangers, Giants, Knicks, and the Brooklyn Nets. Featuring hundreds of items from your favorite athletes, Steiner Sports is your source for the best sports gifts. Go to SteinerSports.com slash box and shop our collection of memorabilia boxes, which include 10 gifts for the price of one. We've made one for each of your favorite teams. Hurry, supplies are limited, and these are some of the best deals we have ever offered. So go to SteinerSports.com slash box today. Hey everybody, it's me, Joe Pizzapia, best-selling author of the Fantasy Black Book series, and right now you can get the 2017 Fantasy Football Black Book on Amazon as we speak. What are you waiting for? You can get it for ebook, for your Kindle, or for paperback. And it's not just me this year. No, I brought in some friends. I got Jake Seeley. I got Sammy Reed. I got Gary Davenport. I got championships, and they're waiting for you. Find out why the Fantasy Black Book is number one best-selling in fantasy sports for the tenth straight time. You know why? Because once you go Black Book, you never go back. We're back on the radio, or fantasy sports on the radio. We're back on the radio, specifically fantasy sports radio network. Uh, Mike and George here for the next 20 minutes or so. Uh, if you want to hit us up on Twitter, please do at FNTSY Radio. I know some questions coming in on Twitter. We'll get to those uh, in a bit. But first, I want to tell you about DKMS and a free DFS contest that we have going on. So what's DKMS? You're going to go to rotoexperts.com backslash DKMS and find out. You can also go to dailyroto.com backslash DKMS. And they're on a mission to fight blood cancer. Our goal is to have people uh, sign up to be bone marrow donors, which you can do. You can make a donation, which would be fantastic. And you can help us by spreading the word about the DKMS cause. But uh, more importantly, uh, for the fun portion of this contest is you get to go to a link in that URL, rotoexperts.com backslash DKMS. There's a link there for Fantasy Draft and a free DFS contest that's sponsored by Fantasy Draft, uh, Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and DKMS. And if you win that weekly contest, it's a big pool. We've been playing about a 1,000 people a week. We're trying to grow it as big as we can. You can get a ticket to the Week 17 contest, and that Week 17 contest will comprise the 16 weekly winners. And the winner of the Week 17 contest, George, gets what? They get two tickets to the big game, Michael. There you go. With your game show uh, announcer voice, that's right, two tickets to the big game in Minneapolis in February. So go to rotoexperts.com backslash DKMS. You'll find the link to Fantasy Draft and play in the free DFS contest there and help us fight 
the cause, uh, the mission to fight blood cancer in conjunction with TKMS. So uh, that being said, we're going to keep going on through these games. I think I, I think I had something specifically to ask you, George, but in any event, I'll go through the games and see if I, it can spark a memory. Uh, we'll go to Washington at Seattle. Washington's desperate for a big win here. Uh, I don't know that this is the week that they're going to get it. Uh, they're on the they're road. They're healthy bodies right about now. That's very true. Very true. They have tons of injuries. Um, I think we mentioned earlier that Trent Williams was going to was doubtful. Um, they're getting Jamison Crowder back, but Jordan Reed is out. That's nothing new. But that being said, he is are they, out. Are they getting so. Crowder back? I thought he was more questionable to slash doubtful. Oh, you might be right. I I thought I read on the injury report that he may be making his way back, but uh, Jameson Crowder could be uh, game time. Let's see. Um, yeah, he says he has a major in- impact on his explosiveness. Yeah. He's kind of tricky. That sort of seems to me that he's, he's probably not going to play, or at the very least he'll be hampered, which, of course, if your own crowd is just, you know, it's par for the course, right? He's yep. been terrible all year. If he all season has one big game, and now he's not gonna, probably not going to play for next week. I actually I used mean, him in a or, DFS lineup last week, and it he crushed Boom! Me. Yeah, I, I mean. 8 for 123? Yeah, I was just sl- trying to slot in a guy that whose value was low, and um, I just took a shot on him, so he helped me that, with that one DFS lineup. But you, you didn't win two tickets to the big game. No. No, I definitely did not. Most of my DFS lineup in tournaments last week were garbage. Um, that was the one that hit because he helped me a lot. I had Russell Wilson and him. So uh, that being said, uh, as you said, Washington's all banged up. Um, Rob Kelly continues to be kind of banged up, but he's he's another guy that's questionable. No offensive but he's line. Been, it's not yeah. the week. I, mean, I got a question earlier. Uh, someone named about six running backs to start. Uh, and they, they were guys who were just no, pretty much nobodies there. I, I forget all the guys there, but Kelly was one of them, and I had to pick him because he was the only starter of the bunch that might you know, have a chance to do anything. Everybody else was like second and third string guys. I'd be lucky if they even played. But I, I have very little faith in Kelly this week. Even if, uh, I mean, the offensive line is is struggling to say the least. You're playing in Seattle. Granted that their run defense can be beat, but not against that uh, offensive line. They're going to they're gonna slow. I don't like this game at all for Washington. There's the beat-up team now. They, they don't look good here. I have worries that this game could get ugly. The only difference is the secondary is healthy. D'Angelo Hall's back. You know, Josh Norman. So, you know, theoretically, they should be able to slow down the passing game some. And we all know Seattle can't run the ball. Uh, correct. Uh, you know, you, you brought up a point that I was going to make during the course of the show, so this is the best time to do it. There are so many. Look, we, we know going into the year there's going to be a lot of running back committees. There's so many out there right now that are a mess to try to figure out how to rank. You have the Drake Williams situation in Miami. You have Baltimore, which is finally gaining some clarity with Alex Collins over Javorius Allen, so we think. The reality is... Javorius Allen had 17 carries last week, um, albeit in a blowout. Then you have Seattle, which is a mess. You have Washington, where Rob Kelly is a starter, but yet Chris Thompson has been the only guy that's had any value uh, in that backfield. You know, the Samaje P. Ryan has 55 carries on the year and 28 fantasy points. So tell me how that's going for you. You have. You know, I get Orleans Darkwa questions all the time. We have, what do you do when Zeke Elliott is out between the three of those guys? It, there's so many situations now, George. It's just becoming impossible to figure out. Well, that's where the NFL is, right? This is not a shock. Yeah. I mean, uh, more teams have RBBCs than that don't. 
then don't. There are very few uh, teams other than Pittsburgh, Dallas, you know, that way you're just going with one guy. You know, Arizona would, would obviously would have been there if, uh, if David Johnson was healthy. Uh, but even Atlanta, you know, Devonta Freeman, you guys still got Tevin Coleman, a guy who can play. So it's tough. And uh, it's today's NFL. They don't want their top running back generally getting, you know, 25-plus carries where they get beat up in a short shelf life there. So it's, it's the way it is. It makes life tougher. It means there's more players in the player pool. But it also means you're going to have rough decisions because you're going to guess wrong on some weeks. Yeah, no doubt. And New Orleans mirrors Atlanta in a lot of ways, too. You know, they want the Absolutely. two backs. That they like. I mean, look, Sean Payton, I wouldn't say that he's got the blueprint for it, but he's been doing it for years. He's always had guys in very specific At least those roles. two guys, though, you know, Kamara and uh, Ingram are both playable. I you agree. Know, you get to Atlanta, generally Coleman's not playable, but last week he it. was. I play him like every week in one league because it's all I got. <laughs> And then I get a six for sixteen against New England. It's it's rough because you you just don't know what you because he has talent. We all know he has talent. He can play. But Freeman's generally the guy that the average hasn't clicked as much last year, so they haven't had as many opportunities to get it, which would give him obviously if he had more first downs, controlling the ball more. Coleman might get more touches. So it's just it has been the same Atlanta offense that we've been accustomed to. Yeah, and Tevin Coleman's last week was his season high in touches with fifteen. Uh, and rushing yards with 82. He had 14 carries for 82 yards, but at most every other week he had single-digit carries. So Freeman got banged up last week. That was why. Exactly right. Exactly right. So, um, well, we'll keep going through it. Uh, Washington at Seahawks, as you said, it could be a rough game there. Russell Wilson's on fire, so yeah, you just keep doing it there. How about the Paul Richardson situation? Are you a buyer on Paul Richardson right now? I would have been if not. I don't like this week. You know, not that I expect huge things out of him. I don't. But I think we're going to see solid production from him. It's just funny. Over the past couple of weeks, Russell Wilson is not going to Doug Baldwin as much, which makes you wonder if is Baldwin a little banged up, not getting open. Looks fine. He's finding uh, Richardson a whole lot. Richardson had one t- another touchdown called back last week. Could have had three. I, I think the penalty was actually on him. So no, I don't feel bad. But I had a huge game there. Now, a huge game. Lockett's playing well now again. But I know it's going to happen. As soon as we get, get Richardson, or as soon as we get Lockett, we don't hear from them again. Look, yeah, that's, Tyler, that's a lot it, of the way it is. Yeah, no doubt. Tyler Lockett has 38 targets for Richardson's 36. He's got 26 catches to Richardson's 22, and they're about 30 yards apart with Richardson having the edge in yardage. But Richardson has five touchdowns. That's the difference. And if you want us to sit here and try to predict touchdowns, you're listening. To, nobody can do it. So you're, you're, it's a, a fool's errand to try to get the touchdowns at some point that will probably swing in Lockett's direction. Ultimately, they're about the same value. Uh, that's the best My way I can put it. My other problem would be, what is the Seattle? I, listen, I know they got Dwayne Brown. Maybe that helps matter some of it. But what is the Seattle offense? It's schoolyard. Russell Wilson, run around. Make a play. Yeah. And yeah. so some of that's luck. It's not designed to go to Richardson. It's just that when he's running around, Richardson's the guy who's been able to find and hit. So that, that's not, I don't think that's sustainable there. But that being said, uh, you know, Richardson, Lockett, they're both pickups. Yeah, Jimmy Graham, four touchdowns in the last three games. So those of you that uh, have reaped benefits there, I think it's, you know, ultimately tight end ones are very touchdown dependent anyway. It's good that he's getting in the end zone now. The 46 targets is what you should be encouraged about with Graham to this point in the season. It's second to only Doug Baldwin on the entire team. Uh, Next game wanted to talk about uh, Raiders at Dolphins. We obviously have running back scenarios here, which are very muddled. Marshawn Lynch comes back from his suspension. What does that look like with him and DeAndre Washington? You did? 
I'm, 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 I'm shot in that league. I have so many, so many. I just that team just sucks. So I, I needed a running back. I have so many guys. This week was a brutal week for buys for me in a lot of leagues. Uh, so I, I had to pick up. Got to go with him. See what happens here. And I don't expect much at all. But he was the best. That was. Let's know how thin that was. He was the best that was available out there by far. I got Damian Williams in that league as well. By the way. Um. So if you had to play Marshawn Lynch in this, would you play him over Kenyon Drake or Damian Williams? I think I'm starting Williams and him so in that league, so I'll let you know how we weekend at running back. Uh, yes, this week, because, uh, you know, the Dolphins may be without uh, William Hayes. He's their best run defender, you know, so that's good news there. He's got fresh legs, hasn't played in a week. Maybe he's angry for getting suspended. Once again, I'm trying to be an optimist here, Mike. I don't see big things here. When it comes to Lynch, I'm hoping he falls into the end zone. Uh, yeah, and uh, obviously it probably puts a damper on the DeAndre Washington hopefuls and the Jalen Richard hopefuls. So we'll see uh, how that shapes up. Um, one game real quick. We'll squeeze in here. Rams at Giants. Giants obviously continue to be a mess, but Sterling Shepard comes back. Yeah, you like that because, hey, someone's got to catch the ball. Yeah, I hope uh, Shepard can stay healthy. Obviously, that ankle may not be fully healed until after all to the off season. He's uh, now sprained it twice: once in preseason, uh, once uh, a couple of weeks ago. So uh, Janoris Jenkins is suspended. I mean, the Giants are a disaster. That's a dumpster fire. Uh, second cornerback suspended this year. Jenkins decides not to show up to practice on Monday and not tell it to anybody. Uh, for the Rams, hey, uh, Gurley, uh, I'm certainly going with him. Cup, I'm not. Watkins, I'm done with Watkins, Mike. All right, any questions, Watkins? I don't, I don't even think about it until I see something. He's had one good game this year, folks. That's it. Of that, he's barely shown up. Yeah, look, Woods and Cup have been more consistent, that's for sure. And when it becomes a guessing game like that, you must rather not have the guy on your roster. I say this as a Mari Cooper owner. So, anyway. We'll come back to close it out after the break. We'll get George's Survivor full pick in mind as well. It's uh, the Roto Experts on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Launched in September, Roto Pros is a research site built by daily fantasy sports players for daily fantasy sports players. That's right. Roto Pros was built and is managed by successful daily fantasy players that want to teach you how to turn fantasy into reality. The Roto Pros platform offers the best tools in the industry, including lineup optimizers, projections, daily sports content, podcasts, tools, and many premium features. Join today and get your first seven days free. Roto Pros, where fantasy becomes reality. Hey, this is Greg Sussman from the Roto Experts in the Morning, and, and listen, we can all use a little help sometimes. That's why I talk to three guys every single day that help me with my fantasy teams. But if you need help with your fantasy teams, and you probably do, you should purchase the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge Fantasy Football In-Season Package, featuring weekly lineup ranks, chats with our experts every single day, and player cards for every player in the NFL, including reports from InsideInjuries.com. You cannot beat it. Don't set your lineups without checking the Roto Experts Exclusive Edge In-Season Package. Muscle Maker Grill was made for baseball season. Muscle Maker Grill supplies you with delicious, healthy meals that will give you energy to cheer on your team week after week. Whether you're craving flavorful salad, packed wraps, or guiltless entrees, Muscle Maker Grill has you covered. Hosting a game? No problem. Our catering packages will have your whole team satisfied with flavors ranging from Italian to Tex-Mex and much, much more. Visit MuscleMakerGrill.com for your nearest location and have a winning season. 
If your credit card bills have gotten out of hand, call Consolidated Credit now. If you're making the minimum payments, but your balance is just not going down, call Consolidated Credit now. If the interest rates on your credit cards are so high, it will take years to get out of debt, call Consolidated Credit now. They've helped over 5 million people with credit card debt. They can consolidate your debts into one lower payment, reduce your interest rates, and get you out of debt fast. If you're struggling with credit card debt, the first step is yours. Call Consolidated Credit now. Call 800-220-3479. 800-220-3479. That's 800-220-3479. Consolidated Credit Counseling Services Incorporated, 5701 West Sunrise Boulevard, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, 33313. Not our own company. Licensed by the New York Department of Financial Services or by the Vermont Department of Financial Regulation. Maryland DM19, Oregon DM80031. Licensed by the Virginia State Corporation Commission. License number DC32. Play on Fantasy Draft, the only daily fantasy site where every head-to-head contest is rake-free, including contests you create. Fantasy Draft also gives you the ability to block up to 25 players from entering your head-to-head contest. With a $1 million prize pool and $200,000 to the winner, Fantasy Draft is running their inaugural NFL Live Final, the Carolina Million. Sign up today at FantasyDraft.com with promo code FNTSY and experience players first for yourself. Fantasy Draft, daily fantasy on a level playing field. Hey, it's Tony Sicano from the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You listen to my PPR information every day. How about listening to my show that I love every Saturday, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern, The Fantasy Producers with Chris Bavona, Pete Consadori, and Kevin Walsh. Walsh doesn't have a vowel, but he's still okay. And they give you sports information, and they give you a top five list every single week. It's like brushing your teeth. It's something you got to do. Fantasy Producers, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern, Saturday. Draft World Fantasy Sports brings the games to you with real cash prizes. Kick off your season, choose your league, draft your players, or let Draft World's Quick Pick Wizard get you started. Then turn your knowledge into cash. Draft World offers low commissions on all fantasy sports. Cash prizes are paid as each league ends automatically. And every day, a new Draft World season starts. It's the world's way to play fantasy sports. DraftWorld.com. On the road, experts. We're going to close it out right here with a survivor pool pick from George and I. Then we're going to talk about, honestly, of all the weird things that happened in the NFL this week, what we're going to talk about next was the weirdest. But first, let's get your survivor pool pick, George. Uh, as we close this out, as we were talking during the break, there's a lot of tough games this week because you're betting on guys like Tom Savage in his first start since week one, uh, Brock Osweiler. It goes on the road against Philly. You, do you want to bet on Blake Bortles playing the Bengals or Eli Manning going up against the Rams? You don't want to do those. Um, Mariota. Anyway, I laid out a few. There's a bunch of tough games to pick this week. You know, you're not going to pick. Are you going to pick Brett Hundley on Monday night against the Lions? Probably oh, God, not. God, no. <laughs> right? No. Well, uh, it, it is tough. It's just, uh, last week I thought it was pretty easy. I thought there were a lot of uh, games you could pick. And I think oh. they all came, in, uh, came through as well. Uh, I think I will go. Would go with Philadelphia. Go with the best team at home against Brock Goswell. I can't see that going well. I just can't see that going well for Denver. I can also see Seattle against a beat up Washington team that's be really right now lucky they can field forty five players more or less. Uh, beat Seattle, and I can also see Arizona over San Fran. 
You know, losing Garcon, not much of an offense there. C.J. Beathard's look terrible. But the problem is I can't bank on Drew Stanton. You know, last year was a relatively healthy year for quarterbacks, and it's completely reversed now. We've lost a lot of starting quarterback games this year between Rodgers and now Watson and Palmer and, and other guys that have obviously had a big impact. We lost Mariota for a game, Derek Carr for – Derek Carr broke a bone in his back, and he's playing. It's very odd to me. Anyway – the weirdest story of the week. So, uh, well, you picked the Eagles. I think that's a good move. I-, I would probably go with the Eagles as well. But to mix it up, I'll say, I'll say the Hawks. But I really do like the Titans to kind of bounce back against the Ravens. Um, uh, Mariota was awful versus the Browns last time. He I know, awful. I know, I know. But I, I sort of like a bounce back there. But I, I would and probably speaking pick the of Hawks. the Browns. Yeah, speaking of the the worst franchise in, I'm going to say, all four major professional sports, the Cleveland Browns, there's now a story coming out that D. Haslam, Jimmy Haslam, the owner's wife, I mean, the family owns the team, so she's sort of part of the situation there. She apparently went nuclear on the Browns personnel for botching this trade. It was an alleged second and third round pick for A.J. McCarron, something that Hugh Jackson really wanted. He knows A.J. McCarron from his time in Cincy. And whatever story you happen to believe, the reality is the Browns didn't turn in the paperwork properly and the trade w- did not go through. It was vetoed. They appealed to the league, so they can't say they didn't really want the trade because they did appeal to the league and I was vetoed. So ultimately, give me your one-minute thoughts on this. Comedy. Just a comedy, right? I mean, uh, amazing. Uh, you, yeah. They, this, this is not a new regime. They know how to work a trade here. You mentioned they have somebody who worked in the front office. They know how to do this. To botch this is just strange. In my mind, somebody didn't want this trade to go through. So they, they botched it on purpose. That's what I think happened. Yeah, I know you said they, uh, they appealed. That could be somebody else who appealed, not the person who botched it. So it, it, it's just strange to me. And for Cincinnati to want to make this deal, to trade A.J. McCann to a team within a division – Tells you all you need to know about a what they think about McCarron and b that they thought they were fle- they were getting a, a great deal here that they were fleecing Cleveland because you don't trade a quarterback within your division. I don't care how bad or how much of a joke you think the organization is, and I, I can't I couldn't agree with you more, Mike. If this is not the worst organization in sports, what team is? Yeah, uh, there's a gentleman named Chris Cooper who works in their front office. He's their director of football administration. He worked in the league office. He know, he ha- knows how to administer trades properly. So there is somebody in the building that knows what they're doing, which makes this even worse. Uh, the last thing I'd say on the Browns uh, before we close out the show and hand it over to the next one is that they are in dire need of stability in that front office. After actions like this, I think everybody's fireable, and I think they do another regime change after this. Agreed. That's all we got on the Roto Experts. Mike and George, we're out till next week. Good luck this week, everybody.